And here we are, is a podcast for professionals, believers, and genuine people looking for genuine conversation. My name is Kia Harris Tagren, and I'm your host. I'll be sharing information about nonprofits, faith, business, entrepreneurship, life, and much more. I'm so excited for you to be joining me. So there are various times in our lives where we are coming into our identity, determining what that is. And so certain stages can require levels of reflection and growth in order for us to be who we're truly designed to be. So the person on the other side of this podcast episode should not be the same person that is going to be next year. Same with myself. I intend to be a different woman than I am now, but keeping the core of who I am, but also adding on to the things that are necessary for my next level, and especially my next level of leadership. So have you really embraced who you are? Have you accepted the identity that you have? Have you grown to understand it? Because if you're not accepting your identity, if you don't embrace who you are, then you can be easily transformed and transfigured into someone that is not that person. In past episodes, I've talked about how you can get in this place of misidentity if you don't know what your identity is. So in this process, you can take on personality of others. You can take on different things, characteristics, behaviors, because you are trying to fit the mold of someone else or copy and paste something you've seen or admired. But we are leaders who are not easily transformed, who do not easily shift away from the identity that we've been given. We are those who are going to make sure we are confident with our identity, and most importantly, have an understanding of it. So I used to have identity crisis a lot in high school, wanting to be another race, wanting to be like my peers. So my peers were mostly Caucasian and other races. And so I took something I admired and wanted to be that. And then years later, really stepping into being a woman of color being an African-American woman that has different gifts, that has her own way of doing leadership. I have my own level of characteristics, certain things about myself that I wanted to change back then because I didn't know what those things involved, but now I would not change them at all. The thing about a leader is that a leader will always be a leader in every single setting they're in. You can't turn off being a leader just because you're in a different setting and you shouldn't turn it off. So for those who have been considering, well, I'm just going to step back. I'm not going to say as much. I'm not going to do whatever. I want to encourage you to not step down from your leadership role. Don't step down from saying the things that no one else wants to say. Don't step down from challenging people respectfully. 
on different viewpoints and different perspectives in order to shift their mindset or shift the place where they're at. Do not dim your light. Do not accept mediocrity. Do not say, I will not be a leader anymore because there are those that are designed to hear your voice, to learn from you, to be inspired and motivated by you, to be someone that has access to the ability to evolve because of something you did. And leadership doesn't always mean that you are going to see the fruit of your labors, but you can see the fruit in different areas. So, for example, online spaces, social media is a prime place for leadership. And then also is a prime place for counterfeits. So it could be that your social media account allows you to have a leadership role without you even knowing it. Everything you post online has a root. Everything you post online can be consumed by someone. They view it, they listen to it, they watch it, and they can be touched by it, but never say a word. On the other hand, it could be that you can see the fruit because you work directly with others and they provide feedback in which you can learn about what the impact has been for them. But in both cases, we have to ensure that we stay humble and that whether you get negative reaction or positive reaction, that your reaction is the same, this place of humility. So going back to my identity crisis, it took some time for me to accept myself and it required looking at areas I need to grow in and areas I thrived in. So mirrors are important for you, leader. Get used to looking at yourself in the mirror. Get used to understanding why those things are present. So in high school, I was not someone who would start conversations. I didn't even know how to start conversations. I was quite insecure and avoided social activities, avoided conversations because I didn't know what to say. And it was quite difficult for me to find what to say. And so a lot of high school years trying to determine how can I communicate with people in this place of insecurity. So if you imagine trying to communicate with people from this place of insecurity can be tainted. The communication can be tainted because I'm rooted in insecurity. So I can't say things confidently. I couldn't say things confidently or I couldn't step out and be bold because I was anchored in this insecurity. And I constantly look at the journals and diaries that I had from high school and just reading how insecure I was. And I was picking quite often at myself and dwelling on it. So picking at this, why don't you speak up? And trying to force myself to get out of my shell, force myself to talk. Literally writing, this next year, you're going to speak up more. And it wasn't something that could be forced, but it was something that needed to be introduced. It needed, it was necessary for me to shape my mind to begin to think about the woman that would be fine with speaking, the woman that would be okay with starting conversations, the woman that can be clear about not really enjoying small talk, but choosing to do it and then quickly transitioning into 
fruitful conversation. That's just who I am. I do not care for small talk. I will want to talk about things that are going to be fruitful. So with this picking of myself and then dwelling on it, I got in this mental space of drowning myself in my insecurity, drowning myself in my doubts and other emotions because I didn't know my identity, because I didn't see the value in myself at that time. I realized that it's okay to reflect, but not to continue to dwell on it and pull myself down in the process. It's okay to reflect leader, and I really encourage you, leader, to do so. And you don't have to have a leadership-type title to be a leader, but you know when there's a leader in you, and we've already discussed not to suppress that leader. So reflect on the different areas of growth that are necessary for you. We all have access to mirror in the physical, but I would encourage you to have an access to the mirror of reflection as a leader. How am I being viewed? Is there something I said that was rooted in bitterness and jealousy and anger that is being demonstrated in the things that I do on a daily basis? And spend some time thinking about it, but don't ov- let it overwhelcome its stay. Shouldn't be that you're spending months at a time thinking about feedback you received from someone that's a peer or a friend. It should be that you do that reflection and then you consider what are the next steps and then you make a decision from there and then you act on it. Because otherwise, those negative criticism points, the feedback that can help you grow, can become a burden when it should be a blessing. I'd like to introduce you to Helpbox. It's a centralized database and tool to manage services and to show the impact of your nonprofit. So their platform includes case management flow, which can assist with systemizing client follow-up and staff volunteer assignments, a referral flow with service requests to easily inquiries to the right contact person or department, mass texting, data visualizations, and more. And they love working with startups. So click the link in the show notes and connect with Helpbox. Be sure to use code KIA, K-I-A-444 to get a discount for your new service with Helpbox. When someone in your life has said, well, I think you can work on this, what was your reaction to them? Maybe it was that of offense and defense and denial. But I do hope as you grow in your leadership that it won't always be that reaction or those reactions. It'll be more of, is there truth to this? Something I've noted is that if I hear feedback from someone and then feedback from another person that truly knows me, whether it's in a professional space or a personal space, then I should weigh it to see the truth in it, that I should actually consider if this is actually true. And so I have certain people in my life where I will go and check. So if I receive feedback from someone, I'm going to say, well, I received this kind of feedback from someone, or I won't even start with that. I'll just say what 
the topic of the feedback was. So let's say the topic of the feedback was speaking louder. I would ask the person that knows me well and trusts me to say, do you feel that I can speak louder? And then they will respond and say, okay, so yes, actually, I do believe you could. Because I can't just dismiss feedback because I'm in this place of not receiving the feedback or that I am being offensive about it. Also want to note that strangers can give you feedback based on first impressions. And so we must, must weigh that too. Weighing if the feedback of a stranger is coming from a place of wanting to help you or from a place of hurt, that they are personally hurt or they were personally offended by something you did. And so they give you this feedback that's not exactly valid. But there can be feedback from strangers and you'll want to weigh that and see, is this true? And again, if you heard it from someone else that is close to you that knows you quite well, or perhaps you hear from another stranger, then weigh it to see if there's truth in it. Because if there is, that means there needs to be an adjustment and a change. But always take into consideration, is there truth in this? Is this something I can make an adjustment to? Let me be open about it. So if you've been hard on yourself when it comes to self-criticism, I want to encourage you to to let up on yourself, not to the point where you are not having discernment about things or you are making an excuse for things that should not have an excuse for. We personally know the bad habits and behaviors and characteristics that are in us if we take a look, but we should have the intention to say, I'm going to spend some time reflecting on this. I'm going to make a decision to change. I'm going to decide on how I'm going to change, and then I'm going to act on this change. Set your intention today to stop criticizing yourself negatively. Always picking at yourself, what is the good in that? Nothing, except you're going to self-drown yourself. And that's probably the same words within one, but essentially you are going to be drowning because of you, because of what you decide to do. We get the feedback, we reflect on it, we make a decision, we move on. But we don't get the feedback, sit in it for months at a time, years, and let it eat away at us, but also eat away at the ones that are surrounding us because we haven't worked out that thing within us, because we haven't forgiven that person, because we haven't said and being honest, well, I do need to change or you've just been resistant because you think no change is necessary. Every leader needs to change. A 90-year-old leader needs to change. A 120-year-old leader needs to change. The 18-year-old needs to change. The 33-year-old needs to change because we are to be better. We must become better. So you should stop with the self-criticism because you need to be in your own corner. You need to give yourself love just like everyone else. And because you're growing, you should back up yourself. You should be the one that is cheering you on. You should be the one that encourages yourself. We can't always be dependent on other people encouraging us and motivating us. 
if we cannot be the ones who encourage and motivate ourselves in addition to if you serve God. You want to make sure that you change that, that you are that person who can get out of bed and say, this is going to be a good day and actually believe it and act on it and not always have this negative outlook on things. Love is so important. It's important to give to others, but also to yourself. And if you don't love yourself, then you can't pour into others with pure water. It becomes darkened watered or discolored water because you haven't purified it. And because you're growing, the growth is necessary too. And that's why you need to refrain from constantly negatively criticizing yourself. It's also okay to give yourself a learning curve, but being honest about repeat mistakes in areas that really need to be addressed. I give myself grace on certain things, but then I'm honest and say, well, that needs to change. I want to add this in here. I cannot control what others think of me. I cannot control people's perceptions of me, but what I can control is my reaction. I can control my level of reflection and growth. So if there are individuals in your life and you feel that they don't understand you, that you're not being received, that there's no equal reciprocation, so they are doing similar things that you've done for them, they're at least engaging with you and reaching out to you and starting the conversation and setting up the times to meet up then you may decide to make the separation or to just step back. All right, so this is what this relationship is. This is what this other relationship is. And it's okay for relationships to transition out of certain spaces and be moved to different spaces. You are going to meet those individuals who are okay with you being a leader in every space, that they won't be intimidated by the fact that you are a leader, even if they're a leader or otherwise, who will want to understand how you are and who you are, who will have a loving heart that doesn't allow them to taint perceptions based on their own internal issues, what they heard from someone else, or because they're blocking the things that you want to do for them. So I pray that you meet someone, meet people like that because they are out there. So when it comes to those areas that you need to grow in, get to the core of why you keep doing it. Why is this habit always showing up? Why do I get frustrated in this situation? Why is this topic of, in the example I shared, speaking up, why is this topic always coming up? Get to the root of it. Is the root of it insecurity? And then reflect and set time limits on that reflection. You don't want to be dwelling for months, years at a time on something that you could have determined how to move forward. Also, build up your mental resilience. Because for some of you listening, you are designed to go to levels that others will not. You are designed to be in the public eye, some of you. And so that mental resilience that you begin to form and develop and get comfortable with 
is going to help you when you get to those spaces so you're not becoming your own enemy. I encourage you to leave a review for this podcast. You can do so on Spotify and the other platforms. Giving an honest review about how these episodes have impacted you, touched your life. And I do also encourage you to share it. Share it with someone that you believe it will bless. See you on another episode.